You're listening to Opinions and Beer. Wow. Cause of death. Dun, dun, dun. Ouch! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. Today, we've got an interview with Jordan. He's an actor from Seattle, Washington. And then we're going to jump on over to the beer review afterwards. So please watch the interview. Stay for the review interview review let's have fun oh fun fun and fun and chats chatting funly funly chat anyways here's the interview hey oh what connecting there we are what's up what's up man how you doing another day another dollar how you doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just now waking up, huh? Is 9 a.m. over there? No, I've been up for about an hour. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. 11. It's 11 right now here, so. <laughs> oh, where are you from? Oh, we're uh, in southeast Texas. Got it, got it. Heck yeah. Um, anyways, uh, welcome to the show. Nice to meet you, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're opinions, but I got myself this here, the stinger. I, I do a little review after, um, after the interview's over and stuff as a separate, separate little thing that I attach on and whatnot. But to, right now it's about you, Mr. Jordan. Um, do you, do, do you like craft beer by any chance? Craft beer is good. Yeah. I'm a huge IPA dude myself. That's oh, me really? personally. Yeah. I love IPA. Yeah, man. I, yeah. That's how I do it. <laughs> yeah, this one's like a uh, it's a honey double IPA. I have an imperial IPA in the uh, in the fridge. It's called um Bruzilla. It's it's pretty uh pretty intense. It was like it's IPA aged in bourbon barrels. And so it's pretty oh, awesome. Wow. There you go. Um Yeah, you're in uh you're in Washington? You live in Washington? Yes, sir, Seattle. Yep. Seattle, yeah. yeah. Washington's a big place for uh for craft beer, isn't it? Pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that's like the one of the golden states, one of the golden places for uh, the craft beer scene is in Washington. Yeah, yeah it's a good place, man. Good place. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, so you're a um, you're an actor, right? You consider yes, yourself sir. an actor. Uh, what made you want to pursue acting in, in the first place? Um. Well, you know, honestly, it just kind of uh. You know, at the root, all starts with theater. You know, when I was younger, that's kind of how it really all plays out. That's where it all starts to begin from. And then when I was 18, um, I got this feeling of, uh, I call it emotional freedom, um, simply because um, I'm a very emotional person in reality. Um, So being able to kind of spew out your emotions in front of the camera, there's not a lot of jobs that allow you to do that and get paid for it. So... um, it just kind of gave me that freedom to just express myself. You know what I'm saying? And just be yeah. me. Obviously, being more naturalistic in front of the camera takes work and takes time. But over the years, I've been able to perfect that craft a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, which is why I've been able to book a lot more roles. Because people like to see through the lens of their cameras or through their television realism. They like to see, they, they like to see and they like to feel like what that person is acting for instance. And so that's what really made me just kind of want to pursue acting a little bit more is just simply because, um, you know, I'm playing myself in other people's shoes. 
but now I'm what, not playing. What helped you craft that uh, perspective? Like what helped, what helped you craft the ability to uh, really showcase the characters you're portraying and not, uh, not just being a over-exaggerated, not just being an over-exaggerated version of yourself, you know, like what made you be a believable actor? It just, honestly, I know who I am at the root. Therefore, I've never played these people specifically, but it's like, okay, how would I put myself in these people's shoes? How would I react to this situation? So honestly, um, what made me kind of be more of like a real actor, this may seem really cliche and really like simple that you would think is to just literally live life because you have to be able to do so many other things in order to know how to do those to, in order to know how to do those things. Like for instance, I, like I, I played a, a bank teller in a film earlier this year and I was just like, I'm not acting like a bank teller, but now I know how to act like a bank teller. It's yeah. just, you just, you, you know what I'm saying? You just have yeah. to know, you have to live life because if you're not living life, if you're just kind of, just staying at home just like training and like you know that's good you should you should be doing that you should train just like an athlete an athlete should be training just like an actor should be taking classes and workshops whatever that you believe in but at the same time it's like you got to live life man like you got to go out and go express you got to go do these things in order to know how to play these certain people and so that's that's what's enabled me to be able to be more of a real guy or real person so people can really see that i also just put myself in front of the camera every day just so i can be like supernatural like even if it's my phone it's not a big 4k um (laughs) dragon camera or anything that i'm in front of every single day but it's just in front of my phone just always constantly being you know talking and just being natural really that's everybody's got their own craft you know what i'm saying that was me personally are you a um are you a hard judge on yourself because i i've done um I've done some acting work here and there, whatever, uh, second chance by betrayal and things like that. Uh, but uh, I'm always like watching myself like, Ugh, why did I act that way? Why did I do that scene that way? God is so horrible. Why am I overacting right here? Why am I overdoing it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, some, you know, like earlier in my career, I was very hard on myself, like extremely hard on myself. Um, but you got to learn that, you know, you got to be able to kind of like, I don't know, enjoy the process at the same time. Like, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can cuss, but this shit takes time, dude. Like this, it's <laughs> time, man. Like I'm just being real. Like, yeah, yeah, true. true. This is the overnight success kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, man. It's obvi- like, obviously I am hard on myself here and there, but at the same time, when I, when I don't do it, I'm like, uh, you know, I'll say a line then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Restart. Blah, blah, blah. Ah, oh, damn it. And you just, ah, oh, damn it. You just keep pressing the button. Like, you just gotta, you know, you, you'll know when it's right, when it just kind of flows and you're not in your head. Because when you're in your head too much, it just, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna mess up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what really take, that's what really takes time is to just really get in the flow and just really be natural and just go, just go, like, get out of your head. And that, that takes a lot of practice and a lot of time for most people. So, have you uh, have you pursued anything else within that industry, like uh, writing and directing and whatnot, or are you just focused on the acting? Yeah, no, honestly, I haven't been able to get a chance to be in front of the camera or behind the camera yet and do all that kind of stuff. But actually, just uh, I actually just found out last week 
that um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have my own TV show on the Apple Network. On the so, Apple Network. Yeah, on Apple TV. I signed a contract with Apple TV. What? Uh, what? Yeah, man, it's really <laughs> I'm I'm really excited, and it's something that I thought that I would have never um, done. Not that necessarily, but I'm I'm a talk show host. Oh, and nice, so, nice. It's amazing because it's not I'm not necessarily acting. You know, I'm being me, which is I can. I can't do anything better than be me at this. You know what I'm saying? So you're, um, so you're just doing a talk show or it's a talk show. So it's a network. Um, it's called infecting change television, ICTV. Um, and it's just a network of basically, um, that's going to cover a whole bunch of just things like, um, it's, but have you ever seen the view Yeah. of those women? It's just kind of like the view and there's other hosts on there too, but it's okay. also, it's also, it's also a music label. Um, it's also just a whole network of feature films, scripted films, reality television, documentaries, miniseries, just covers a wide variety of things. And, um, I signed a big contract with them last week and we start shooting at the end of the month. So really that's awesome. So when can we expect, I, you're shooting in the end of the month, you say, well, when can we expect you think for it to be available on the Apple network? Um, honestly, that's I haven't got that much information on when that's going to happen, but it's, okay. um, people need to, we're getting the word out. They're doing like billboards they are doing, um, national commercials and they're doing just a whole bunch of stuff that they're getting it to promote into the world. And, um, they, um, they're almost done with the app so people can subscribe to me, um, and stuff like that. So really exciting, man. I went through three <laughs> auditions for it. Um, it was a really long process and, um, yeah, man, it's like kind of like really big thing. So yeah, that's really huge, excited. man. That's huge. Congratulations on that. That's a, that's a nice nab right there. It's really awesome. So um, but you do do movie work, huh? You do, you're, you are in films and whatnot. Um, you, uh, yeah. what's this movie called? Chaw? Is that your most recent movie that's going to no, come out? That was, that was one of my most recent films. Um, I haven't got a chance to do it because of, you know, COVID. Kind oh, of like you stuff. haven't done it yet? It, yeah, because like COVID like disrupted life or whatever. Okay. Only you know? <laughs> disrupted life. <laughs> so I haven't got a chance to be able to do that. Um, well, what was that going to be about? It's just, it's really about just kind of like, um, it's, how do I even explain it? It's, oh, man. Um, so Cha is, it's just, it's like a narrative from a first person perspective of just like, it's kind of like, um, okay, think of Friday. Okay. You see Friday? Yeah. It's like Friday. It's exactly like Friday, pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's yeah, it's got, um, it's got Biz, Markey in it, Biz Markey in it, too, which I'll be shooting with him in that also. You know, oh, hell Biz Markey. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got what I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. So, um, yeah, there's another film that I got booked for called Mind Over Max. That's um, that I'll probably be shooting in a few weeks too, depending on how things go with, you know, cause I know there's like a huge spike on the West coast. Yeah. Now, what's, so. what's that like dealing with COVID uh, being an actor and like a lot of shoots being pushed back and how is that? I mean, honestly for me, man, like the opportunities are endless as weird as that may sound. Like there's so many opportunities out there. Uh, there's a lot of online opportunities out there. Yeah. A lot of people kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a go-getter in the spirit. So it's like, I can't just sit on my ass and just kind of wait for an audition to come, you know, but there's other things out there. 
on like Backstage, IMDb Pro, Casting Networks, Casting Frontier, Cast It. There's so many platforms, pay-to-play platforms that you could be on um, that I'm on. I'm on pretty much all of them and the opportunities for me are endless. And that's why I'm booking so, so much shit. And um, <laughs> as you know, the entertainment industry is a relationship business. It's all oh, about yeah. building relationships and connecting. And that's what I've been doing throughout this whole COVID. Which is how I, which is how I found out about ICTV, because um, it was towards like the end of like, um, or at the beginning of like of lockdown. This was more towards like uh, the very end of February, beginning of March, when it started kind of really creeping up on everybody, um, and so I've been fortunate for ICTV, obviously. But you know, I've been doing a lot of like. Um, really big ads for companies and stuff like that. that yeah. I've seen some of that Subaru. I seen you did a Subaru ad and, um, that, uh, that yeah. gaming commercial. I seen that gaming commercial, what is that? A game room, whatever. That game room was really cool. <laughs> Thanks man. Yeah. Yeah. That was really fun. Um, yeah. They gave me like pretty much like a lifetime, uh, card, like game card. I was going to ask that. I was like, did you get like a, any perk? Can you go there forever for yeah, free? Oh yeah. It's, it's super fun. I mean, it's not literally lifetime, but the game points on it are pretty much lifetime. And it's like, I don't go there often anyway. Um, so it's cool. Well, obviously right now it's not a thing to just go into an arcade at the yeah, moment. No, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah, other, other than that, uh, COVID as an actor, it's, um, you know, there's not as much work, you know, in, in person auditions or anything. Um, but, um, the entertainment industry is the entertainment industry and there's always going to be something out there. Um, there's always people out there making connections, relationships, and that's what I've been doing really. Do you, uh, do you prefer films or uh, commercials? I prefer films. Oh, you do? I do. Me personally. I mean, the, I mean, commercials are nice because it's like, Oh, cool. I'm on set for like, you know, a few hours, maybe a couple of days or whatever quick money, you know, whatever. It's cool. It's nice. And I can get a little publicity for that, for that one commercial that I've done. But films are, I love films because it's more of a, I feel it in the heart when I'm, when I'm on screen, when I'm actually like doing something, like when I'm, when I got a person in front of me that I'm connecting with, that I'm vibing with. And it's just like a, you know, a commercial is so short rather than a film. It's like, it's a duration. It's a long period of time. And I'm actually, you know, meeting other people within the cast. Um, and so I prefer film just because it's like, I don't know, kind of like what I was telling you. I love film film and television so much or film because um, it gives me that emotional freedom to kind of be able to express my emotions in front of the camera. Um, and so you probably have less freedom uh, doing a commercial. It's probably more uh, strict. You think it's more strict? It is definitely more strict because it's, you know, they have a policy of like, you know, just commercials are very like happy. You'll, you won't see a lot of like depressing commercials. I mean, you probably will now because of like, you know, like, you know, COVID and stuff, sad music and what whatnot or whatever. But like um, a lot of commercials that you see out there, they, um, they have you make, you know, they make you do certain things. They make you react a certain way. And it's like, I don't mind that. I can do that, but it's not a passion of mine. It's just simply not a passion of mine. Um, so I definitely prefer film for sure. Um, <laughs> but definitely. <laughs> uh, have you, have you, have you been uh, looking at any of these conspiracies popping up uh, during COVID and whatnot? And uh, do you believe in any conspiracies? Has the Illuminati contacted you yet uh, since you signed the deal with Apple? 
<laughs> uh, these conspiracies are kind of trippy not gonna lie um just i mean there there's so much shit to believe out there man it's just like i mean there's so many things to be gullible about um there's this whole documentary that i had actually watched and basically this lady was saying um you know when we when we wear masks and stuff like that it's like we're breathing in our own oxygen or carbon dioxide which is not necessarily like good it's not necessarily like the best thing for you or and she was also saying like these doctors were talking on this documentary talking about when you the longer that you stay inside the weaker your immune system becomes because you need bacteria to be able to swap and interact with people so when you go outside and you start shaking hands with people and interacting with people your body's not used to that which is how that bacteria exchanges and which is how people get sick. And I'm like, yeah. what the, f-? and I was like, uh, gave me second thoughts. Um, and people were talking about how, like when people go in for quote unquote COVID, they call it COVID and then they'll end up putting you on like a ventilator. And then when you get put on the ventilator, a lot of people get treated for the wrong thing. So it's like, do you really have COVID or do they think it's like the right symptoms for COVID? And, you know, a lot of people end up dying. A lot of people end up killing people because they yeah. got put on the vet for the wrong reason. So yeah. it's like, there's a lot of gullible, there's a lot of real things that like are kind of like, whoa, that's trippy. So like, yeah, honestly, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm an open-minded person. Yeah. Nurse, uh, a nurse practitioner was, uh, was just telling me about the mask thing about how like, how like wearing a mask for like these long periods of times, like uh, especially workers, not necessarily when you're going in and out of stores, but like workers that are like in the back rooms of like these super hot places and they have to wear a mask, you know, the entire time that's actually going to cause more damage and actually get you sick <laughs> by continuing. Yeah. Cause you're not filtering yeah. out your air. You're like, you're breathing in your own bacteria and air continuously for eight, 10 hours at a time. Yeah. <laughs> he was telling me that it's actually bad. It's actually bad. It, 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 could, it could do a long-term damage to you. Yeah, but, uh, apparently. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, notice, though, listeners, that he did not uh, address whether or not the Illuminati uh, contacted him yet, which means uh, obviously they have. Uh, but we'll keep that in the back burner. <laughs> we'll keep yeah. that uh, under wraps yeah. from now. Um. Uh, here, here's a here's a big question that um, our listeners love uh, love the answer for. Um, <clears throat> in your opinion, this is a serious question too. In your opinion, what is the greatest Nickelback song? Nickelback? Oh, you can't do that to me, man. I don't. I don't know any Nickelback songs. Damn it! I don't know any. <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, how, how does how does nobody know Nickelback songs and yet they're somehow the number one band of <laughs> they're like the number one selling band of all time and no one knows their music. There's yeah. a, that's a that's because they 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 work for the uh, Canadian Illuminati, so it's kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a fake. Apparently. Oh my God! They really do. Like they helped. Uh, they helped get b- uh, bands shut down and stuff. And they they helped suppress uh, bands before in like the early days of Nickelback. We actually interviewed a band that Nickelback suppressed because <laughs> it was oh pretty God. crazy. The damn Canadian Illuminati hold holding bands back since 1999. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, what did I have here? I said, uh, do you have a dream? Uh, so do you have any dreams? Um, do you have a dream director or actor you want to work with one day? Honestly, man, like I obviously like there's like big actors I want to work with. Um, you know, I think I think it would be really cool. I think it'd be really cool to work with Keanu Reeves for oh, some yeah. reason. Just because like Keanu Reeves, like he's really if you if you get to know, I mean, I don't know if you met him, but like knowing his story and his background, he's really just like he's he's such a humble guy. And he's such a like um there's a, there's an article I was reading about him and he was just like he was just caught on a on like a regular subway. Just chilling on a subway. Just like, you know, Keanu Reeves on a subway. Who would think that he would just regularly be on a subway in public, you know? But like he's so humble and like he just kind of does what he wants. And um I feel like we'd really vibe on camera and like really just Hell yeah. Obviously I'd love to work with Will Smith. I feel like Will Smith, our personalities are kind of similar, and I feel like we get along really well. <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not um, so allowed like, near Jada, though. Um, After all this stuff, yeah, you're not allowed might, near Jada at all. <laughs> might, I mean, if things get real, we might get into an entanglement. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> <An> entanglement. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. Hey. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was I was just sitting around and bam, I was entangled. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty wild. And and that was weird though. Isn't don't you think that was weird that they kind of just sat down and were like, like what? Can you imagine like a real couple sitting in front of a camera and do and just talking about her just sleeping with dudes after she just lied about it? Like was that what a well, weird thing yeah. to do? It, that's so weird to like kind of publicize such like yeah it's such personal information like you know like you're not saying everything in front of the camera I mean, there's no way you have to have somewhat of a personal life you can't display all your personal info to the world like that i know they're hiding some stuff like i know will underneath the surface is just boiling right now like he's yeah just Oh my, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could tell a lot of people pointed out his facial expressions like, look at this guy. He is pissed. He does not want to do this. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is a PR yeah. stunt. I bet you that was a PR stunt. Like they, had a, they have a PR person that probably told him to do that to, <laughs> to make him look better somehow, but it just made things worse. <laughs> she yeah. should have just kept lying. She should have just kept lying about it. <laughs> deny, deny, yeah. deny. But, um, Looking back, looking back at your current journey, uh, what advice would you give someone who's looking to do what you do? I would advise them to start out um, in the region. Um, simply, it's not always about moving to LA. It's not always about moving to New York. That's not that's not what it's always about. Because it's like you got to have a, you got to build a foundation. You, have, you, should, you should build a foundation where you're at because what I did is I built a foundation these past six years in Seattle. Um, and that way, when you do move to the big city, people will kind of get a gist from where you're coming from. And when you go there, they're like, okay, like I, you've, you've done that back at home. I'm like, all right, I, I see you. Like, I, I see what you're doing. So it's like, it's not always, it's like, yeah, you can move to LA, do what you want to do. Like you, every, everyone's kind of got their own thing 
you know, but I advise people to just really just start out in the region, work slow, build your relationships, get all your materials, get all your headshots. Don't do too much training because when you on a resume, when you have too much training, it seems like you're more of a trainer than more of an actor. So it's like, try to, you know, take a couple really good classes, find the best classes that you can. And then, you know, make sure you got some good credits on there. And at the same time, I will advise everybody, do not take showcases because showcases are scams. And I want to expose that. Showcases are scams. Um, really? Uh, what's a, wait, what's a, what's yeah, the showcase exactly? What's the showcase? So show, <laughs> damn, I'm, I'm actually saying this. But showcases, uh, you go to a showcase, basically, they're hosted like a, uh, it's like a let's say a showcase is basically a facility where there's a whole bunch of agents and managers and agencies that are invited to a place um, and they see who you are pretty much so you'll there'll be like so there'll be like let's say like five agents from like big agencies that come and they come and watch you they come and watch your monologue they come and watch your commercial script that you performed for them and then after that you know, you kind of, it's like a speed dating table. You go to, you go there and you kind of talk to each and every one of those agents. And they're like, they ask you some questions and they ask like, you know, what made you want to do this and blah, blah, blah. But at the very end of it, you end up paying so much money, a belligerent amount of money for these agents. But 98% of the time, those agents are not going to pick you because those agents get paid to go to those showcases quick cash don't do showcases i just expose that yeah that's don't crazy i didn't know that i didn't know that you know i i see i see all kinds of like weird scammy stuff like uh the weird actors actor star search and stuff like that it seems uh seems pretty scammy like come to this come to this weird fucking warehouse and <laughs> yeah, be a star it's a whole other ball game in the entertainment industry. Some of them spend some money too, man. There was like a, I think a mall. There was like this, uh, a, one of the local malls had like a big thing for these star search people. And there's like, man, y'all are fake. <laughs> this is fake. Everyone that went to them like got scammed. <laughs> it was like, they, but they spent some money for that scam. It's like, Jesus, yeah. the links, the links people will go to, to uh, screw someone else over. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a whole other ball game in the entertainment industry. So. So, um, so yeah, that's what's your, um, what's your support system? Like, I'm always curious about the support system of people that are, that are successful in their, in their entertainment careers. Cause I've noticed that successful people seem for the most part, have a pretty nice support system that really helps them and motivates them to keep going. So what's yours like? Mine honestly is, um, it's I've never, I've never had a strong support system. Uh, I grew up, I, I grew up a single child my whole life. Um, and so I was, Oh, I've always been by myself and which I look at now and it's definitely gave me more independence, not to rely on anybody. So I've been always relying and motivating and supporting myself. I've always had, I've always had my parents and my family, but, um, they, uh, you know, when I would go to auditions, they'd be like, oh, cool, another audition. Oh, cool, another audition. But they never understood what an audition meant. Like, like you got the opportunity for an audition 
for the opportunity to get a big opportunity. So they never really understood that until they really started seeing big things happen. Um, and so when I was doing those things, it was really just, um, I don't know. It was, it was definitely a, a lonely journey. It's been a lonely journey, but um, you know, I, I take a lot of pride into it because it's made me a much stronger person. Yeah. Like I have a lot more emotional intelligence. I have a lot more, um, kind of like I was telling you, I grew up a single child. I don't have to rely on anybody. I don't care if you support me. I don't care. I don't care about that anymore. It's like, if I have a support system, that's cool. Like that. I don't, yeah, that's great. I mean, as life goes on, I, I have such low expectations of things that way when things do happen, it's like, Whoa, that's so cool. I never set the bar. I never set the bar ever, ever, ever. Um, that's just me personally. So yeah, man, I, uh, yeah, I just, had- <laughs> some people, man, they just get that. They get in that. Um, they get those people. They're like, Oh, don't do that. You know, don't, don't do that. This, this is a bad area. You know, what you said about like, you know, make a foundation in your area, you know, some places they're like, don't do that around here. This isn't the area for that. you got to go work at the plants. You got to go work. <laughs> you kind of yeah. go work on the wherever that's not entertainment because they just don't see it. They don't have the foresight to see entertainment in their area. And therefore entertainment, entertainment never grows uh, properly. Exactly. exactly. People get left. Exactly. <laughs> people get left in the dust. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah. but I feel like Seattle, Seattle's a pretty solid place. Uh, I mean, like it, it being one of the biggest craft beer places is also like a big place for um, like really riders. And it's a big place for riders and just creative people in general. And so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a solid place to build a foundation uh, comparatively to like maybe like uh, Paris, Texas or something weird, <laughs> something weird, some like some hole in the wall, some hole in the wall city. At least, at least you're not in fucking somewhere stupid. But, um, anyways, uh, well, geez, we actually talked about a lot in, um, in a, in a quite, uh, was it 30 minutes period of time? And, uh, yeah. What uh, is there anything you would like to talk about before we actually anything you want to promote or um, any uh, particular opinions you'd like to share? Honestly, um, I don't because, like I said, I uh, you know I'm on the you know I got a show coming up yeah. on the Apple Network called yeah. LCTV. Um, I haven't been able to um, I I haven't been able to. Uh, get all the information because they haven't officially announced it yet. They have announced it. Like I, I can go out and go tell people, obviously, or I, would t- I wouldn't share this on here, but you know, um, you know, just go subscribe to ICTV. Um, if you can subscribe to me, um, because you're going to learn a lot of good information. You're going to see, um, you're going to see and hear a lot of good things on that show. Um, and there's a couple other hosts on that show. Um, but, uh, I would absolutely love all your guys' support. Um, if you guys want to continue to follow my journey, um, you can follow me on Instagram, J Nancaro, J A Y, and then my last name, Nancaro. Um, so I know that's kind of hard to spell, uh, <laughs> but you know, just type in J A Y N A N, you'll find me listed up on the Instagram feed. Other than that, I really don't have anything else, man. Um, All right, man. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thank, thank you for being on the show, and uh, I, I 
I enjoyed your answers. You had really good answers, and I really liked uh, uh, some of the insight you brought to your to the career, to the entertainment career in your journey. And uh, so, so be sure to follow Jordan, everybody on the platforms that he had listed. Thank you so much, Jordan. Yes, indeed, sweetie. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> And now it's time for the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is brought to you by Oddside Brewing Company from Grand Haven, Michigan. We've been doing a lot of Oddside recently. This one is called The Stinger. Whoa. The Stinger. This is a honey double IPA. This Stinger, an American-style imperial IPA with five varieties of American hops, brewed with local Michigan wildflower honey, giving this beer an added dryness and depth of flavor that perfectly complements the large addition of hops. This bad boy sits at 10.1% in alcohol by volume. What the freak? Anyways, so let's uh, crack this. Oh, man. That's an interesting date on there. Perhaps why, let's see. Let's see if this is a good beer. Ooh, ooh. I can smell the wildflower honey. Or can I? <laughs> but anyways. Um, ooh, let's try this. Imperial IPA. Imperial Honey Double IPA. Wow, the honey. I can taste the honey. The honey definitely complements the IPA. If this IPA was a little older and lost its hopness, well, first of all, the alcohol preserved a lot of the flavor, it being at 10%. But then that honey, that honey, that honey and the high alcohol uh, definitely, definitely helped preserve this beer. Uh, despite it possibly being a little overaged for drinking uh, properly, for drinking properly. You know, they, uh, they say IPAs uh, three months maximum, but really you should drink it within the first month of it brewed. Uh, <clears throat> wow, this does, this does not have the... I'm not tasting oxidation like you would in another IPA that's aged this long. Um, I'm tasting the wildflower honey. The, the honey the honey in this stinger is very prevalent. It's a little more prevalent than than other honey beers I've had, to be honest. Um, it's probably one of my favorite. I'm not I don't really like double IPAs. I like triples and imperials. Well, this is a double imperial IPA. So that's kind of very interesting interesting but usually double ipas i'm not a fan of i, I do like triples 
and Imperials and then regular. For some reason, right there in the middle, I, I'm not I'm not a middle of the road kind of guy. I like the very minimum or the very maximum. <laughs> when you get into the middle, it's too much. Too much middle is bad. <laughs> too much middle is bad. I like little little bits. I lots of it. Little lots. Little lots. Little lots. <laughs> The Stinger. We have, we have a lot of uh, bee beers right now. I think I just reviewed a bee beer last week. That was a honey beer. And then I have a, and then I have a, that was a honey wheat. And then I have a, we have another bee beer uh, coming up in a later episode. And we'll see what that one tastes like. But so far of the honey, of, of the bee beers, Oddside is really good. Oddside is impressing me. Oddside so far, I mean, they're, they, they, they don't they don't have 10 star beers but they have like all their beers are 8 stars This is an 8 out of 10 for me. I'd definitely buy this again. And I'd probably drink it um frequently. God, that's good. The stinger. The honey the honey's well. The IPA comes out is 10%. And it's not expensive. It wasn't expensive either. It was decently priced. And it was a six-pack. A, a lot of like these crazy beers are four-packs. This is a six-pack. This was a decently priced 10% six-pack beer. And it's not horrible. And it's been aging longer than it's supposed to, at least four months longer. And it still tastes good. Whew, the Stinger. Eight out of ten, guys. I need to. I may, I may need to retry this beer later later on, uh, and see and and just see if it's better uh, within the month it was brewed, and not so so long after. That's definitely something I need to try to do. Is try to get a hold of this beer that's uh, within the date, within the month range of its brew date, but um. Fun episode, uh, fun. I hope you enjoyed the in, the interview I did with Jordan. Um, uh, go check out his stuff, especially check out his Apple show whenever it does. You know, be on the lookout for um, whenever his Apple TV show um, comes out. And oh, and by the way, we mentioned Second Chance by Betrayal. Go check out the movie Second Chance by Betrayal on Amazon Prime. Or check out oh. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube right now. Go to YouTube, Opinions and Beer Network, because we're uploading a lot more stuff. For the podcast listeners, this is a video. We have a video version of this episode on YouTube right now. So please, please go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get that um, partnered up. Uh, we need 1,000 subs. Um, uh, the, we had a genealogy show that did really well. That got us a bunch of subs, but not near, uh, not near enough to make the thousand just yet. Uh, obviously we're still growing it and we're going to see, uh, how far we can push that number and see if we can make these, uh, make this work. Um, so please, please, please help us out and just, just go subscribe and, and try to watch this video the uh on the live so thank you so much um this was a solid 
eight out of ten, but that's that's just my opinion, and that's fine because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million, million, million.